Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. As always, I'm joined by my partner, Sam Hengeli. Today, we have the opportunity to speak with Furman Paladins cross-country runner, Bethany Graham. Bethany, Sam and I appreciate the time this evening. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Usually when we get cross-country runners or track and field athletes, we get them before their season starts in the off-season. But you are a unique case. You actually had your first meet of the year a couple of days ago, um, early September. So we're actually getting you on like in the middle of the season. So you, know, you started the your senior season. Your first meet was eye opener in South Carolina. You had a really good event, finished sixth individually, and then Furman as a team finished first. Talk to us about that event and just how it feels, you know, in your mind, just to race again. Yeah. So. Um... Normally we don't open up that early, but since that course is the Southeast regional course for this year, our goal was just to go in as a team and practice pack running. So we weren't like fully going all out. We wanted to practice working together, just kind of learn how the course like rolls a little bit. Cause a couple of the girls on the team have had experience on it before. I've never raced there. Um, a lot of the younger girls haven't either. So, um, we were just practicing that and it was really good to get back out there. It's super fun to like practice running as a group. We run in a group all the time at practice, obviously, but like in a race setting, um, normally bigger races, it's really hard to find your teammates. It's really hard to practice like running together. Um, so it was nice and kind of, um, a less crowded field to practice that and practice on communicating during the race and things like that. So it was a great opener. We all had a ton of fun. Yeah, and I'm excited. Kind of got the season off to a good start. Yeah. Talk to us about, you, you mentioned communication. Go a little bit more in depth about how you feel the other runners um, are going to be this year, um, along with yourself. Yeah, so I think this year is a really exciting year for us. I feel like we finally have a lot of pieces together that we haven't quite had in the past. Um, I feel like in the past, our team has been pretty young, whether like, you know, it was young in terms of like, we had a lot of freshmen or young in terms of like a lot of girls hadn't had experience racing at, you know, higher level, like they'd raced cross, but maybe they didn't make the travel team to Nuttycomb or something like that. And we also went through a period of dealing with a couple of our top runners, just managing injury or they were racing, but they were coming off of an injury. So this year is really exciting in the fact that it's been super positive. Um, everyone has had great training. Everyone is working really well together. There's no one that's, you know, struggling in workouts or anything like that. Everything's really in sync. So I'm really looking forward to seeing like what we can do now that we kind of feel like all the pieces are coming together. And obviously, you know, it's not going to be perfect. I'm sure that we'll, there will be some points in the season where we're scratching our heads like, oh, like, why did that happen? But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And I think the whole team is as well. And I feel like it's the first year in a while that we've had really good, like, we're all great at communicating. We're all great at like understanding what everyone is feeling. And we don't have any true freshmen this year. So 
it's the same team everyone knows super well so there's no like kind of learning how to navigate um new teammates or anything like that any races or events that you're looking forward to competing the most this year I'm really excited for Nutty Come this year. Um, I I don't know why the course is hard, but I actually kind of enjoy it. I feel like it's like a true like cross country course, super spectator friendly, which is always fun because there's always like people cheering on different parts. And I feel like in the past that's been our weakest meet of the year. I feel like that's the meet that's always kind of like caused us trouble. Like last year. Um, that was what put us in the position of like being the first team out was like our performance at Nutty Come. And if we had done a little bit better, we might have been able to get in. And the year before that, we just kind of bombed it. And so I think this year it's really exciting because it's like an opportunity for us to kind of go back and like get some good vibes on the course instead of being disappointed. And yeah, it's just a fun time of year. That's the time of year when things are kind of ramping up, getting close to postseason. Everyone's feeling good, you know. So I'm excited for that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yeah, absolutely. So with this being your final collegiate season, I I want you to kind of go in depth about what your preparation was in the off season to get you ready for this fall and winter. Yeah, so I actually haven't like talked about this a lot, but I am going to be taking a fifth year next year at Furman. So it was kind of nice figuring that out because I feel like in the past, like, I've had some good cross-country seasons here, but I've actually gone into each season kind of a little banged up. Um, for some reason, track has just plagued me the past two years. I've seemed to manage cross-country fine, and then, you know, some random weird injury will pop up around winter training, and I'll end up kind of either struggling through an outdoor season or, like, this past year I wasn't able to race at all. So this year was awesome because even though I was, you know, injured in the spring, by the time I was able to get back to training, it was, like, March. So I've had plenty of time to get healthy, kind of build mileage. And so it's the first season I've been consistently, or the first summer I've been consistently running. Last year, I think I came into school and I'd been running 30, 40 mile weeks. This year, it's up to like the 50s. So I'm excited to see where I can go based off that if I was able to have success like the past couple years coming in a little banged up. So yeah, that's super exciting. And I'm glad I get to come back again next year as well. Mm. Yeah. So how long did it take you to think about wanting to stay a fifth year? So freshman year, um, Furman normally in the past, I feel like it's not been super common for us to have a lot of fifth years just because it is like a four year university. There's not a lot of grad programs, but COVID really changed a lot. Um, One of my former teammates, Gabby, she was able to take a fifth year because of the extra COVID eligibility. And I'm so grateful for that because it kind of showed me what a fifth year can do. Like she was able to really like add a lot more to her resume, just get some more like experience. Like she got to go to a lot more um, professional level events, you know, kind of had a lot more flexibility 
and, you know, was able to kind of focus on running a little bit more, taking less classes, things like that. And so I kind of started thinking about it a little bit after we got that eligibility back our freshman year. But obviously, like, you're so young at that point, you don't really know where it's going to go. And then last year, I finally was able to sit down and have a conversation with the coaches um, and decided that it, I really wanted to come back. I love this team. I love this program. Like, I don't think I would really want to go anywhere else because I'm so invested in Furman and what we're building and what I came here to do as a freshman. Um, our team has some big goals and we've kind of struggled the past couple years and not achieved what we wanted to. And I think having an extra year and being on the team, I'd love to experience like achieving that together and yeah, just continue giving back to a program that I feel like has given me so much and has given my teammates a lot. And yeah, so I'm super excited that we were able to figure that out. Um, and I'll have, I'll be back for all three seasons, my se- my fifth year next year. So that'll be cool. Man, you're going to have um, an amazing laundry list of uh, achievements. Oh, I, I don't know about that, hopefully. Um, I really want the team, like obviously individual stuff is great too, but this year the focus really is on our team. We have some girls that I feel like are on the cusp of really like just blossoming in terms of their individual performances. And I think together, like our team this year is just so close and so um in tune with one another i think it's going to be a great next two years and hopefully years to come after that as well yeah we have to talk about individually i know you you mentioned you wanted to focus on the team but you did have a very good individual season in 2022 you were the southern conference runner of the year and then you also led the paladins to their 10th straight socon cross-country title with a pr of 16 22 23 talk to us about the moments of that season last year that made it historic and memorable for you and the team yeah so last year it was kind of nerve-wracking going in honestly because the year before i'd been a little banged up but it hadn't been too bad just two weeks down in the summer that i wasn't really expecting But last year, I actually had a lingering injury from track that, you know, I took my break, came back, the injury kind of came back, and it took us until halfway through the July to really figure out what was going on. So I was in the pool, like, most days of the week. I was barely running until maybe, like, the beginning of August. Um, And so I was pretty stressed just because... You know, as a runner, you look for consistency, you look for patterns, and I felt like I wasn't matching the same pattern that I had in the year before when I felt like I had my best season at Furman so far in the fall of 2021. Um, So I was pretty nervous. And then also we had a couple girls on our team that, you know, normally would probably be in our top five, top seven that were banged up. One of my teammates had had surgery, another one had had surgery from just like random things that had happened. It wasn't necessarily training related but more so like you know unfortunate circumstances like a meniscus tear things like that so it was kind of scary going in no one really knew what to expect we had a ton of new freshmen that you know were adjusting to college um so definitely the season turned out pretty well i would say we were left feeling disappointed at the end like obviously i was ecstatic to make it to nationals as an individual but 
the second year in a row, it does kind of sting sitting with your teammates and watching the selection show and knowing this year that a lot of places reported we were the first team out just based off of Colas points. And I think a lot of us kind of left feeling pretty hungry. Like it was so fun, you know, to win. We won a SOCON title again, which is exciting. And a couple people had PRs and things like that, but we didn't achieve what we had set out to do at the beginning of the year. And so I know for me, it left me hungry as well. I felt like, again, like my performance at nationals, I was happy with, like, of course, I'm going to be happy with like finishing 27th in a such a competitive field. But I always felt like I, I left like wanting more and feeling like I had more left. And so hoping to continue to build off of that. And hopefully this year, like my team won't be at home, like we'll all be together. Right. You mentioned injuries several times so far. Go through more detail about those injuries that you maybe have overcome and what what's for you the process of when you get an injury, whether it's in the lower body, you know, what what's the process of like what's the step by step procedure like afterwards? Yeah. So unfortunately I do have a lot of experience with injuries. Um, I actually came into Furman as a freshman, pretty injured. I had a bad stress fracture that I got the spring of my senior year during COVID. And so I was pretty lucky that, you know, we had that time of non-competing to kind of get my feet underneath me and Mm -hmm. kind of pull myself back together. Since then, it's been a lot of random things, honestly. Um, I've had some like pretty bad inflammation in my foot. Um, my after my freshman year that ended up I avoided getting a stress fracture, but it was pretty close. And then something happened to me my sophomore year after cross country season. I was riding a lime scooter, and I it was dead. So I tried to take it out of the road and put it on the sidewalk. And when I lifted it up, it swung and hit the back of my heel, and I ended up having um, bursitis in that foot that had me out of running for about a month or more and so and then coming back was a lot of pain dealing with that i've had last this past year i had achilles tendinopathy which randomly popped up like december 31st i'd been doing winter training for a couple weeks and i was feeling pretty good and one day i just went for a run and my achilles hurt and it took us quite a few months to figure out the difference between tendinitis which is what we thought it was and tendinopathy which is what it ended up being So I've just had kind of things like that. And unfortunately, I feel like um, my body just sometimes takes a while to come back from injury. It takes a while to like decrease inflammation, things that seem to work for other people and clear up pretty quickly. It seems like even though I'm trying my hardest and, you know, going to the trainer and seeing doctors, it just takes it just takes a while. So luckily, I have a great team here at school, like great doctors. Um, I see like a chiropractor um up here who's great he works with athletes and he's helped me a lot and we've kind of figured out different ways to help me avoid injury i wouldn't say i'm injury prone i would say like i just am inflamed and deal with things so i really have to stay on top of like my recovery pieces and making sure like things are moving well um getting adjusted because i tend to land heavier on one side and making sure like my hips are aligned focusing on stretching icing um you know, getting massage to help loosen things up when they're tight has really helped. And so we get provided with tons of stuff here at Furman that is helping me stay healthy and like helps my teammates as well. Yeah, that's great to hear. Well, we'll talk a little bit more about 
the injury prevention aspect later on. Sam has a few questions that he'd like to ask you for that end. But you know, you entered Furman with an impressive resume. You competed at the high school level in the state of Virginia. You were an eight-time Virginia State champ, and you also were the Virginia Cross Country Gatorade Player of the Year. You know, talk to us about those achievements, and then do you think competing in Virginia had any success to when you translated um, to Furman? Yeah, so high school was definitely interesting for me. I felt like I kind of had similar experiences in high school. Um, I dealt with some random injuries, some coaching changes, um, things like that that kind of contributed, you know, training just kind of all over the place with different, you know, people telling me different things. Um, And I had to do a lot of stuff on my own. I had support. I have a great club coach at home who has helped me since I was in middle school um, with learning how to train properly, you know, building over the years. And I really attribute a lot of my success to him um, in high school. And he's the one who really believed in me. I struggled with injury for like the first two years of high school. I had, you know, some great performances. And then you know, we would get told to do repeats in a cement loop and I would end up with a stress fracture or something like that. And so um, my club coach was the one who would help me rehab. And then my junior year, um, he started coaching at my high school. And that was when our team, as well as like myself, like kind of started to improve a lot. We won some state titles and like the relays. I won a couple individual state titles and I started to kind of actually like build off of, you know, the training. And so I, I felt like my junior year was the first year that I had good PRs and I was actually competitive, maybe not even at the state level, but a little bit at the national level. And I think too, like the class of 2020, like we had some really crazy, like amazing, amazingly talented and fast high school girls that really just pushed like, um, pushed the sport forward, especially like at that age. And so it was really cool to be a part of that, you know, see people running these fast times. It kind of made me think like, okay, like I want to do that. Like I want to be like that and run fast. And so once I kind of had some like a healthy year of training, I was able to kind of get there. Um, and then qualifying for Foot Locker was really the cherry on top. Like that's what I'd been working towards like my last two years of high school. And I was like super proud that I did that and made it through. And those experiences definitely shaped, like I think it was a blessing in disguise kind of achieving those times a little later in high school. I feel like a lot of people run, you know, super fast early on and they just continue to be good. Um, but Furman is, that's how I found out about Furman is they kind of, they focus on girls that they think are going to improve over time. And so they saw that I was starting to get these times under my belt, like towards the end of my high school career. And that's why they reached out to me. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. Cause it's honestly like, I, I couldn't imagine being anywhere else. Um, and just having that individualized attention, I feel like is something that I was super grateful for and having a team to run with. Cause in high school, I didn't really have a lot of people at my high school that I could run with. And so, yeah, it just kind of really shaped what I wanted in a school and what I was looking for. And the experience honestly told me what I needed. So yeah, I I'm grateful for that. And the experiences racing at that level, racing that, um, level of competition is something that like I took so many lessons from and even the injury stuff, like learning how to manage it early on has helped. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So, uh, Bethany, uh, you're big on, on the nutrition side which can be a struggle for some runners. Um, what are some ways to improve uh, the nutrition side for a runner? I think the biggest thing is honestly focusing on pre-run and post-run fuel. Like nutrition is something I didn't really think about in high school. I feel like a lot of high schoolers, you know, you're just so busy of practice at weird times, races at weird times, like you're not really thinking about it. So like in high school, if I went for a run in the morning time, I wouldn't eat anything before because I was always told, you know, oh, you don't want to eat before you run, your stomach will hurt, things like that. And so when I got to college, that was honestly a big adjustment, like learning that you have to fuel before you run and like within 20 minutes after. So once I learned that, I actually felt a huge difference, like especially in early morning workouts, like it can be hard to like choke something down that early in the morning, like 6 a.m. But like today, you know, we had an hour and a half total of like running time. And so if you don't fuel before that, you're not going to feel great. You know, what you ate for dinner the night before, that's already, you know, gone through your system. You're not necessarily feeling the the effects of that. So just focusing on things like that, making sure you're getting enough protein is something too. Like I think a lot of athletes like forget about that. Eating enough carbs. It's it, you underestimate as a runner how many carbs you need. You know, you should be intaking stuff during your long runs, things like that. Um, so just adding more of that to my plate too made a huge difference. Do you use gel on long runs? I'm a gummy person, so I buy like the Welch's fruit snacks and I buy like a big box of them and me and all my teammates like we'll stop like about halfway through our run, maybe like an hour in, have a little like gummy break, takes like 30 seconds, but it's kind of fun. We all do it together and people bring their, you know, own stuff. But right now the popular method is definitely like Welch's fruit snacks. (laughs) Well, I'll have to make note of that. Uh, what were some common mistakes you made as a, a runner early on? No sleep. Um, the fueling thing, which I, I already touched on. And then probably just, I don't know, not believing in myself enough. I think like a lot of times, like sleep is one thing. I feel like a lot of people just learn as an athlete. Like, you know, when you're younger, you kind of think you're invincible you're in high school, you're not really running that much. So like, it doesn't really matter if you, you know, you don't get nine hours of sleep, you're like running off of seven or whatever, but you learn over time those things. But I think belief is something that's kind of hard to learn over time. You really have to force yourself to do it and get in a pattern of telling yourself like you can. Um, and I think I learned that in high school towards the end, just like once I started running a little bit faster, it was hard to tell myself like I can run with these girls. And the same thing in college too, like it's scary to come in and like tell yourself like, I, I'm, I'm a huge fan of running. I watch like, you know, all different levels. And so coming from high school where, you know, I'm now I'm in the NCAA and I'm running against these women that I have been watching run on TV for the past three years. And, you know, they're running like crazy times for the 5k and winning cross nats and all this stuff it's like intimidating to go in and like tell yourself like yeah i can do that like one day like i can i can do that and so that's something that as a younger person i wish i would look back and tell myself like yeah you can because at the end of the day you just have to believe it if you don't believe it or you don't speak it into existence in some form it's not going to happen running is such a mental sport you can 
prepare all you want. You can do all the training you want, log all the miles, get all the sleep, drink enough water, fuel enough. But if you don't have that belief in yourself, it's not going to happen. And quite honestly, it's still something that I work on to this day. I'm um, just having that confidence and belief. Nice. Uh, so right now, uh, how many miles do you do weekly? Um, I run about 55 to 60, which is the highest I've done so far, but that also like is expected. We kind of built over the past couple years. Um, it's been super fun to kind of just see like where my body works best at right now. I think we're just staying here. Maybe if I, you know, run something like the 10 K in the future, we'll change it. But yeah, that's what I've been doing. And what are ways of recovery that you find the most effective? Um, honestly, I think a lot of it is just the art of being able to sit still and do nothing. I think a lot of runners were super type A and we run around all the time and it can be hard as an, a student athlete to like find time to sit and do nothing. So I try and like find time each day to just kind of sit and relax. Um, I see a chiropractor which really helps with recovery and giving me like exercises to do to help strengthen little things. I like the Normatex. I like ice bathing. Mm. Well, I don't like ice bathing. I like the way ice bathing makes me feel. Um, things like that. I try and go in to see our trainer for things like ultrasound if something's kind of bothering me or just getting like massage work done. Super helpful. I kind of like a little bit of everything. I'm not like too picky about you know oh that doesn't work for me or that doesn't work for me i'm kind of a person that i'm always like i'll try that just because i feel like it's worth to try something and see if you like it and feel a difference yeah i love the norm attack so much i'll sit there for hours if i could <laughs> yeah me too uh what are some strength exercises that you do to uh prevent injury so i do a lot of band work that's one thing that i really worked on in high school just the way my form is and the way I'm built, I guess my hips are super weak or they have a tendency to be weaker than other muscles in my body. Um, and what I've learned is, you know, everything runs down the chain. So if your hips aren't working properly, then, you know, your lower legs are going to have issues. And we kind of think that's why I've had so many lower leg injuries. And so I've really focused on a lot of band work, working on, you know, glutes, hip flexors, things like that, and just strengthening that. We have um, a really great strength and conditioning program here. We have a strength coach who only works with our team and the men's basketball team. And they've created um, a specific strength program for runners where we really work on things, you know, like activating muscles that we use when we're running, strengthening single leg movements, because we always run in the same plane of motion. So it's good to kind of focus on, you know, one leg at a time and strengthen those little things. And you really start to notice things like, oh, my ankle mobility and my left foot is a lot more limited than my right. And so finding things like that, you know, you can do more stretches and things to help. So that's kind of what I've been doing and rolling a lot. I roll and stretch like every day. Nice, very cool, good stuff. Um, what's the best XC course that you've raced at in your career, whether it was high school or college? Ooh, that's kind of hard because I like a lot of courses. I'm a cross-country girl, so it's hard to pick like which one's my favorite. Um, I would say for like a home, like a college favorite, I do like our home course here at Furman. It's like really fun. Um, we're racing a 6K on it this year, which I've never done, but we in the past, we've done a 5K. And it's nice because you get a little bit of everything. It's just one loop, but you know, you know what to expect and it's got some rolling hills and what you put into it, you'll get out, which I like. 
And then for high school, like a lot of people are going to think if they're from Northern Virginia, they're going to think I'm crazy. But I loved the Oatlands course. Um, I think the A10 conference might run there for some of their meets. Um, but I liked it because it was hard. But also I felt like it was kind of, again, similar. You get in what you get out what you put in. So um, there were a lot of like moments where, you know, there's some pretty steep hills, but there are also some really fast downhills. and You just kind of have to maneuver. And I like how it's one big loop. And it's just like a classic cross country course. Like you can't go wrong. You know, you got hills, you've got downhills, you've got some flat parts, you've got parts in the woods, you've got parts like out. So it's kind of a little bit of everything and it kept it interesting. So I really liked running that in high school. Nice. Nice. Very cool. Uh, what's the best track venue you've competed at? That's hard. Um, the Liberty track is really nice. Uh, the indoor one. I've run on that a lot, you know, because of high school, um, things like that. Um, I'm trying to think what my favorite outdoor track has been. Um, competing at NC State is fun. Uh, I don't know if it's just the atmosphere, but I feel like Raleigh has a really fun running community um, that's super into it. And so every year of Raleigh Relays is a super fun meet. So I would say I like competing there just because of the atmosphere. And obviously like the, their team's really good. So people there care about running because um, they know their team is awesome. Um, so that's super fun. I also liked running at UW. I thought indoor, that was really cool. Just how it's like kind of a tighter, it's a flat track, but it's, you know, 300 meters. And again, like the atmosphere, it's feels, it's feels small because there's people just around everywhere. So there's always someone yelling at you. And um, yeah, that's super cool too. So I work at a running specialty store. Uh, what's your favorite uh, running daily trainer you've trained in? So I used to be the kind of person that I would bounce around shoes, um, but I'm trying to be more consistent with my choice now because mm -hmm. I want to see, you know, if it's correlated to any like little injuries or things that are going on. But right now my choice is the Nike Vomero 16. I used to run in like the 13s or something like that, like a long time ago before they kind of changed the models around. And I, I like this, this one because it's really similar to that. Nice. Uh, my last question is, any advice to those chasing a dream? Follow it. Follow your gut. Your gut will never steer you wrong. And also, sometimes you have to make hard decisions. Like, you, I don't know, like, for example, picking a smaller school over a bigger school because you know it will be better for your running, things like that. Like, put your dreams first and, like, they will come. Very good. You know, when you just talked about advice, um, I am – I think this would be great for, you know, for Sam and I to know, you mentioned about a smaller school compared to a bigger school. Like, did that, did the thought process of competing at a bigger school ever cross your mind? For sure. Furman was like definitely the smallest school that I was talking to in terms of like the division one level. And I had the opportunity to go to some bigger schools, but I feel like for me, I don't know. A lot of the people on my team said the same thing. A lot of us, like we were good in high school, but I think a lot of us, you know, we weren't necessarily like the top recruit. You get more individualized attention here within like the team itself, just because it's such a smaller group. Um, you have the opportunity to contribute more because again, it's a smaller team. You don't have as many people coming in. You get you get more experience racing, things like that. And also the academic side, it's kind of nice to have like a smaller school. I was kind of worried about that coming in. 
I've always thought like, oh, I really want to go to like a power five school. Like that'd be so cool to, you know, run for a team like that, that everyone knows. Um, you know, no one really knew what Furman was at the time in Northern Virginia. I think I've like, it's becoming more of a popular school just, you know, for general students um, up there now. But at the time, like people thought I was going to some small school in the middle of nowhere. And I used to want that, like, oh, it's so cool. You go to this big school. But now I realize that that doesn't really matter. Like what I'm getting here, I, I don't think I would get in another place and just the coaching staff too. It just really was the whole package deal. And I know it's not for everyone, you know, some people that really is important, that atmosphere and the different, you know, you get more degree options, things like that. But I've gotten so many opportunities here. I don't think I would have gotten anywhere else. And honestly, you know, coming in injured, stuff like that, I had the coaches time and attention to help me. So it was the best decision I've ever made. Yeah, that's that's really good to hear. Um, usually, whenever we get college athletes on, or any really any anybody that we get, have on the podcast, um, we have them talk about maybe social media ways that other, for in your case, cross country runners can reach out to you. Um, do you have any socials that you will that you'd be willing to share? Yeah, I have Instagram. I'm at bethany.gram with two Y's at the end. Um, and then I also have Twitter, which I think is at bethany with two Y's, Graham, no period. Um, so those are the two that I like use the most if you want to follow me or keep up. All right, perfect. Well, <laughs> hey, we really appreciate the time this afternoon. You provided a great really recap of your high school and then a lot of your Furman career. We've, we really appreciate the time and I know your season's starting up. So I know you have a busy fall and winter. So we really, you know, wish you luck for, for those upcoming events. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Nice to talk to you today, Bethany. Good luck this cross country season. Thank you. It's nice to talk to you as well. For those who are listening to our show for the first time, all our past and future episodes are available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the Sports Mecca.